Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It is that time of the week where we cross to the country news for the Ag Spotlight and joining me on the line this morning is Fiona Lloyd. Hello, Fiona. Good morning, Terry. How are you? Good. Thank you. Now, I'm pretty sure I've got the right edition of Country News in front of me with the headline saying the future is in ag. That's, that's right. That's a nice positive headline. And I, it I, is. I, I'd like to think that that is, uh, well, that's a good, that would be a good future for our region. Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, there's reports and studies um, coming out everywhere about um, the opportunities in ag in the ag sector beyond, you know, working on the farm, um, but all the related industries as well. So, um, yeah, in this week's paper, we've got a, a nice, as you say, positive feature, um, talking to a range of young people from those who are still in school at Euroa College doing ag units through to young people who have just finished school, just heading off to uni and just started in their first um job. So, yeah, it's a really good read. Um, I think we've, kno- we've known for a while in this region, haven't we? We, we, you know, being a primarily agricultural region, it's a bit of a disconnect between our education system and our industry. So I guess getting these kids exposed to agriculture early uh, is key. Oh, absolutely. And um, I know uh, Jeff, who's written one of these stories, uh, earlier this year he was doing... Um, some yarns pretty much along that theme is, you know, why isn't ag offered at that many schools anymore? Once upon a time, a lot of the, the local high schools in particular would have had ag units, whereas now it's, well, Yoroa, um up at Finlay is a very well-known example. And um, I believe it is off, offered at Greater um, Greater Shep as well, but it's a fairly small um, small number of students doing it. I can tell you that for my own eldest son, when he went through Maguire, he was given an opportunity to do an agricultural camp out at Dookie, mm-hmm. and I was very keen to encourage him to do that because I thought, well, that's not something that is in our family. He's like, mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to do it, and I'm like, no, you need to go out there and do it, and uh, do you want to know what the outcome is, Fiona? He wants to study ag. <laughs> he definitely doesn't want to study ag. But some, sometimes it's important to find out what you don't want to do as well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Tell us about the solving of this 70-year-old mystery. Oh, this is another nice story. Um, a few uh, weeks ago, we um, were promoting um, the Strathbogie were holding... Strathbogie Historical Society were hosting a special celebration day to celebrate um, the opening of a heritage um, walk through their town and um, they sent us through some photos to highlight some of the sites including the sale yards up there and this chap Ian Minton spotted it and said hey that's me up on the fence so um, Jeff went and had a chat to him and I have to say he's he's in his 80s now and he's a very sprightly switched on man and had great memories and good stories to tell. Fantastic. Love it when a, a mystery like that pans out. Yeah, yeah. He was able to identify most of the people in the fence too, which was good. I can see from your caption. Great one. <laughs> now, uh, this is kind of a story that does pop up uh, in the lead up to Christmas most years, but it's not always always a shortage. We're a bit worried about our stone fruits. Will we yeah. not be able to get those Christmas cherries, Fiona? Well, um if this hail and rain stays away, I think we'll be okay. And the industry um, 
tends to be fairly positive about it, but I don't know about where you are in Shepparton, but we had hail last night and we've got cherry orchards just down the road, so I am hoping that it avoided the cherries. Um, but it does state in this article that um, once it starts warming up, they're feeling fairly optimistic about how the season will go. Um, but, yeah, conditions and ongoing hail, etc., are making things a bit tough at the moment. Yes, I, I would imagine so. So tell me about this story. It's still devoted to Jersey's, a family with a long involvement. Yes. Now, this is another um, really positive story. In fact, it's a very positive addition <laughs> this week. Um, the, a lot of people will know Brendan and Pat Nicholson and their family. They've been, obviously, um, running um, their Jersey stud, Jugyong, I think I'm saying that correctly, Jersey, um, out at Gagari for 90 years, which is, is quite a thing in these days. And, yeah, the story just talks about how they've persisted with Jerseys, despite at times thinking, oh, you know, are they the right breed for the conditions? But they reckon they've made the good call um, uh, sticking with it. I think in the fourth, up to the fourth generation of the family now to um, run the stud. And they have a huge success in, in the dairy industry. They're very well known. I mean, with the ups and downs of the dairy industry, you'd have to take your hat off to them. They've definitely oh, got staying powder, power, absolutely. not powder, power. <laughs> um, especially like for a family stud, you know, so many of them now are um, being sold to big corporate um, owners and sort of see one in the fourth gener- the, like, generation of the family is, is, is good to hear. Another one that kind of took my eye uh, in the edition today, Fiona, is about the bittern. Oh, yes. Yeah. We've done um, um, the bringing back the the bunyip bird, the yes. Australasian bittern. Yes. What a great name for a... It kind of suits... Looking at the photo of it too, it kind yeah, of suits the, its the name. The photo was really amazing too. It's probably... We could have run it a bit bigger. It was really... It almost looked like it's upside down. But they are um, incredibly cryptic birds. They're pretty hard to spot. Um, and I know there's been some good work done up in... Um, in the rice growing areas because apparently that's the sort of habitat Australasian bitterns quite like. Um, so yeah, there's a, a big uh, forum coming up and next year, early next year, and you know all sorts of experts and interested people talking all things bittern. How cool would that be? What, what do you do? I'm a bittern expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I love talking to some of these um, scientists who do. They specialise in just in bitterns or just in plains wanderers or, or whatever. So it's, it's ah, the plains wanderer is another interesting one. That's true. Yes, yes. Now, I see you've got a mega machinery and equipment ag guide for summer. Yes, yeah, yeah. So um, we do like our machinery guides in um, country news. I have noticed that. Machinery. <laughs> um, there's plenty in there ranging from, I guess, equipment that's more suited to a small hobby-style farms right through to you know, your big tractors that um, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get out and get the harvest in because um, at the moment it's a bit difficult to get in so many of our paddocks. Absolutely, and a big livestock section and, of course, a real estate section. I sort of look at the properties in Country News Real Estate and I think to myself, yes, I want to live on a big property like that. And then I kind of think, well, how, how I, have, I would have no idea what to do with all that land. I'd probably just let it all, I don't know, grass would grow and... I don't know. I'd need I'd need animals, I suppose. I, I need I need assistance on this uh, on this dream, Fiona. <laughs> well, often 
people lease out their land to others to, you know, run a few cat, cattle or sheep or have a go themselves um, or grow a few crops. But, yeah, it usually ends up being a little bit more difficult than everybody thinks it's going to be. I already so. think it's going to be difficult. And given yeah, that I can't, I, I have trouble looking after my pot plants. Perhaps I should shelve that dream, Fiona. Yeah, yeah. And there is always a recipe of the week. And this week caught my, uh, as a vegetarian, caught my interest as well. Egg, cauliflower and veggie fried rice with peanut satay. Now, I'm wondering if the fried rice is actually... Have you seen those 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 um, fried rices, those rices getting around that are made from different things such as cauliflower? You can actually get cauliflower rice. Did you know that? Yes, yeah. Um, this one actually does have rice in it as well, okay. but I do know the ones you mean. Um, I, I've never tried them. I just They're pretty good. Know. Oh, okay. I thought they might get a bit soggy once they were cooked. <laughs> Definitely lower in carbs, if yes. that's of interest. <laughs> No reason why it should be, but but yeah, pl- uh, I guess the, the bottom line is so much to read in the country news today, uh, not to mention uh, man's best friend as well as usual, and of course that comes out today in McPherson Media Papers, Shepherd and News, Riverine Herald, I think that's tomorrow, many others, list off a few more if you like, Fiona. Well, in Namurka, um, a lot of your listeners would be over that way. Also, Euro Gazette, Seymour Telegraph, Vanilla Ensign, um, uh, the Corowa Free Press, uh, Denny Pastoral Times, Southern Riverina News. Oh, I think I'm running out of papers. Um, over at Ganawara, hopefully back in over there. You are everywhere, man. Yes, we are everywhere, man. Absolutely. Great job. Look forward to looking at the edition uh, in a little bit more detail. And thank you very much for your time the, this morning, Fiona. Hope to chat with you again soon. Okay, thanks. Bye. We've been talking to Fiona Lloyd of The Country News on 1FM Live and Local. It's important that you vote correctly in this month's state election. In a recent election, the seat of Ripon was won by just 15 votes, but over 3,000 votes couldn't be included because they contained errors. Who knows? Those votes could have changed the result. When you vote, you'll be given two ballot papers. Take your time to complete them correctly. And if you need help, ask our staff. Visit vec.vic.gov.au. Your vote will help shape Victoria. Authorised by W. Gately, Electoral Commissioner, 530 Collins Street, Melbourne, Victoria. Station sponsor. The Marupna Golf Club. Home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range. And it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. We're back. The Tungamar Hotel is not just your everyday country pub. It's a Goulburn Valley institution. Established in 1891, the beautiful heritage-listed building is worth the visit alone. On the Silo Art Trail, the Tungamar Hotel offers quality lunch and dinners, eat in or take away, as well as accommodation, including some brand new ensuite rooms. It's family and dog-friendly as well as offers catering for all functions, including weddings and parties. Open seven days for lunch and dinner. Why not organise a group and grab the courtesy bus? A Tungamar Hotel, more than just a country pub. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM's Sport and Road. 
Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 555. Station sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.